Welcome back to another episode of Twigs on the Rocks. I'm Leo Blodner. This is Abe Lovich, and today we will be covering a huge scandal, more free agent signings, and some other offseason news. So to get us started, the Coyotes' top draft pick this year, Mitchell Miller, bullied a black disabled classmate four years ago. Very sad news here. Um, as we go into it, he bullied, or uh, the kid he bullied, his name was Isaiah Mayer Crothers. He bashed his head against the wall multiple times, made him eat a push pop that was put in a urinal, called him racial slurs much more. This lasted two years. This is so bad. This is a terrible look for him. This is terrible for him. Can't believe he did this. This is a great example of doing terrible things in your teenage years, catching up with you. Like, this should have never happened. This is horrible. Yeah, this is absolutely disgusting. Like, I, I can't believe any human being doing these things. And, but thankfully, the Coyotes dropped him, even though they dropped him after he got bashed all over the internet. And the Coyotes also got, took, got a lot of bad PR. But thankfully, they, draft, they dropped Mitchell Miller. And in their statement, they included how they didn't really understand the full extent of what Mitchell Miller did to Isaiah. And then learning new information, they apologized to Isaiah and his family and dropped him enlisting him as a free agent in the NHL. I don't see anyone picking him up. I no just, chance someone picks him not up. Not a chance. No he chance. does not deserve that. He's never going to play professional hockey ever again, any league. His career is over, lifelong dream over. I mean, I don't feel bad for him at all. My condolences go out to Isaiah's family and Isaiah. Just terrible thing that he did that happened for two years. It wasn't just one-time thing horrible and I feel so bad for Isaiah and his family I'm glad the Coyotes dropped him I just yeah yeah better I it would be disgusting if any team picked him up in any league this Mm -hmm. is a travesty but in a more sadder topic Travis Roy sadly passed away a couple hours ago at the age of 45 yeah I don't know if this is more sad but this is also very sad like, I was thinking about making a pun, but I didn't because you said, what a travesty. I thought you were going to build off that. Really sorry. <laughs> no, this is actually terrible news. Travis Roy played at BU. It was his dream college. He went first shift on the ice, 11 seconds in, gets paralyzed. He died of complications during one of his surgeries to help him live, uh, living as a quadriplegic, I'm pretty sure. Very sad news here. But, yeah, I mean – you hate to see it. Travis Roy was loved by the Boston community, loved by the BU community. Terrible thing that just happened. Yeah, he was he was loved by everyone around him, and this is terrible to hear. I really feel bad. My, you know, I like, nah. I'm really sorry for his family, and yeah, start. It's terrible. Yeah. Well, on a brighter note, after those two terrible things, Stars unveil their new blackout jersey. It's um mostly black. There's neon stripes across it. I think it looks pretty cool. They're nice third jerseys. Yeah, solid jerseys. Personally, I really like them. They may, to me, look like a laser tag thing, but it's basically just a black jersey with everything neon that, like, not the main color on a jersey on it. And I think it doesn't look bad. It's just it doesn't look bad for you guys listening at home. You guys could just look it up. It's their new unveiled third jerseys. I think they look good personally. They've got some hate. I think they look good. 
I mean, if they're really clean, would I get one? Probably not. I'm not a Stars fan. Like, there's some jerseys that a lot of fans would have, like the, the Coyotes, like, I don't know what the word is, but like I the, think it's their third jersey. What? I think it's their third jersey. I'm not. Yeah, even it's really cool in my opinion. Like that's a jersey a lot of people yeah. have. You, they're not Coyotes fans. This maybe not a jersey everyone will have, but still really cool jersey. Love to see it. Nice new look after uh, making it to the Stanley Cup final. Yeah. Speaking of that Stanley Cup final run that the Dallas Stars had, Rick Bowness, their interim head coach, who. Can- who did an amazing job during their cup run, was officially named their full head coach. So mazel tov to him, and because he did an amazing job, he really deserves the job. He helped the team so much during the playoffs, and stars are going to be great. Yeah, I get to see it two years in a row with Craig Berube and Rick Bonus, two interim head coaches that were named head coaches in the middle of the season, ended up becoming, or yeah, in the middle of the season, ended up becoming a full-time head coach moving forward. Likely start date for the regular season will be either is more is more likely to be February 1st than January 1st, according to Gary Bettman. Uh, not that big of a surprise here. I mean, I'm hearing the NBA might be starting around Christmas time. So, I mean, I'd like them to start around the same time as the NBA. But who knows? And because of that, everything else will be pushed back, right, Abe? Yeah, yeah, that's true, and which I'm going to assume the playoffs are going to be starting later than they normally would, or that, or a shortened regular season, which will have a big effect on the season, because at least something I I think that might happen, because looking at the the way the Buffalo Sabres have been playing in the beginnings of the season, every year, they, they, they're pretty good in the beginning of the season, but then midway through the season, they just tip off and are, become terrible again, so they might make the playoffs with a shorter season. But we'll be getting into our season predictions in our later episodes. Stay tuned for that. But I, hopefully it will be good. Yeah. And winter so, Classic. Oh, my bad. Yeah, it, yeah. it's okay. The, the Winter Classic and the All-Star Game, because of that, are also likely to be postponed or maybe not even happen for the 2021 season. We don't even really know yet. A lot of information is hazy. But some fun stuff is happening. Leo. Yeah, well, uh, before we get into our free agent section, I would like to say I don't even think there'll be a winter classic. I just think they'll postpone it to the season after because, I mean, yeah, they get to play hockey outside, but they're probably not going to have that many fans. I mean, I could see fans there because it's outdoors, you know, if it's socially distant, but it's going to be hard to, you know, do that, in my opinion. But it'll be fun to see what they can do. Maybe, uh, maybe have some fans. Moving on to our free agency section, Woo. Matt Grizzlick signed a four-year deal worth thirteen point seven five, with about three and two-thirds mil per year. Right now, with this current production, I think that's a little bit over an overpayment. But with Krug out, he'll see a much bigger role in the upcoming years. So I think he could really play into that well. I think he's he's been great during his years his years in Boston so far. And I think he only has more to do. And I think it's a, it's a great signing. It's great that Boston is holding on to him. And moving on, Cody CC signed one year, total 1.25 mil. I don't really see why Pittsburgh – to Pittsburgh, I don't really see it. Yeah, I, I mean, they, like, no. need a defenseman. But, like, why Cody CC? You could pick anyone. You could pick literally any free agent. And you pick Cody CC. Like, he's not an expensive free agent. Like, I get it. But, like, Cody Cece kind of sucks. I'm not going to lie. Like, no hate to Cody Cece. 
Yeah, I just don't see good. him really doing much. But mm-hmm. moving on. Moving on, a player who I think will do a lot for the Colorado Avalanche, Devon Taves, on a four-year, 4.1 mil per year contract. You know, the Avalanche just signed him, just signed Jost. Um, I think they're doing really well. Everyone on the Avs taking big pay cuts so they can uh, win. Great for the team overall. Like, McKinnon really sets the tone there. Kind of like what the Bruins do, but I think the Avalanche do a better job of this. What McKinnon does, like, he'll sign a pretty cheap contract for how good he is. He's, like, definitely top three player in the world, or definitely top five, arguably top three in the world at the moment. And he signs, like, six point something mil per year. I just think that really trickles down, like, that his leadership is great, and that contributes to the whole team. Yeah, the Avalanche are amazing. And he was he was on the Islanders beforehand, right? Correct. Yeah, and I think watching what he did there, and I see him as a perfect fit in Colorado. I think it's going to be great. And then Joakim Nordstrom, the Boston fourth liner, signed with the Calgary Flames for one year, 700K. I think that's just fair price, fair deal. He's good, he's, but he's, he's not the best. I, mm-hmm. I see that as just a good little adding to the, to the Calgary depth. Great fourth line player, in my opinion. I think 700K is good, good like value for him. One year, little risk. I mean, like he's all effort on the Bruins. Has a little bit of clutch factor, a little bit of scoring touch. Not really though. He's just fourth liner. You know, he scored a big goal in Game Seven, 2019 against the uh, the Leafs to open up the scoring first period. That's true. Uh, Bruins ended up winning that game. I believe it was over to or five to one. I don't. Yeah, I think it was five to one because Bergeron scored like a second left with the empty yeah. net. It was nice. It was nice. I think it's good signing for Calgary. Um, good depth. I mean, the Bruins. I don't know if they would have held on to him. They have their depth. They're trying to get their other contracts, so it wasn't really a main priority. I think it's good signing for the Flames. Yeah, definitely. Just. More muscle, more skill. Don't say anything wrong. Moving on, Jake Vertanen signed with the Nucks for two years, 5.1 mil, 2.55 average. I don't really have much to say about it. Like, he's he's a great player. He's not the best, obviously, but, like, he's still good going late in free agency. And good. it's a good amount of money for the Canucks. Don't see anything wrong with it. Yeah, before he signed this uh, RFA deal, he had some trade rumors regarding him and Jake DeBrusque, you know, a nice little one-for-one swap. Uh, I didn't really see it happening. I think they're both similar value players, but I think DeBrusque has more upside, but he's definitely a lot more streaky. Like, Vertanen, not the best. DeBrusque, not the best. I think DeBrusque a little better, in my opinion. I might be a little biased, but... I don't know. Let's see if the Bruins get something done with the brush here. So who knows, you know? Yeah. Find out. Moving on, uh, the Ottawa Senators gaining more experience. Like, they're not going to win this year. They're not going to be good. But they're gaining more experience to uh, really help develop their rookies like Stutzla and the other ones by signing Alex Galchenyuk one year, 1.05 mil uh, deal. You know, I think just – He's good, like great veteran presence. He's been around the league. He's been on a couple teams. Knows what it's like. He doesn't know what it's like to win that much, but 
he has, you know, top line experience. He was great in the Habs, kind of fell off the cliff. But now he's on the Sens, one-year deal, low risk for the for the Senators. I saw like low risk, medium reward. They're not going to win. But, you know, if they're really trying to get the rookies to be better, I think he's a good signing. Yeah, I see him there as basically like just to like mentor the rookies, like you said. And like he's not like the greatest player as of right now. He has had his glory days, but he's there to show, share his experience on it like on on the ice and like just to the whole team because it's a very young team and also the buffalo sabers made three signings all three notable signings yes yeah they signed linus olmark their goalie to a one year 2.6 mil i see this as a perfect signing but i don't really get though just one year if i were buffalo i would have signed him for like maybe three years because like in addition to signing taylor hall they're they definitely want to build around. It looks like they're shooting for the cup here because they signed multiple low-year deals. So, but and if they're if they're trying to keep more players along with Taylor Hall, even though because he was also only signed for one year, I don't really get why they just only signed him for one year. I think it was good that they signed him for one year. He's unproven. I think Buffalo was like, "Hey, Linus, we'll sign you for one year because if we sign you for two or three or four years, your value won't be that good. We're not really sure you've been." Eh, like we're not sure if you'll be starting caliber goalie we're not sure if you're going to be a backup we'll sign you for one year if you do well you'll get your payday if you don't then you don't I think Linus was like yeah I'm up for the challenge let's do it signed a one-year 2.6 mil deal you know next year if he plays really well I think he could maybe earn upwards of four mil it's definitely possible for a couple years I think it's a good signing for both teams because he's an unproven goaltender, and I think one year is a perfect amount. Well, yeah. But they also signed another one-year deal, which, once again, I don't even see why that's one here. True, Sam Reinhardt, they signed for 5.2 mil just for one year. Yes, he is also a little bit unproven, but they, I, I would have seen other teams take, like, a leap of faith on a player like this. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if – they would want to qualify him, considering he was an RFA. But he's going to be playing along Eichel and Hall. So one year, again, I think this is another, I'll give you one year. You better prove yourself because you're playing with two top 15 players or two top 20 players in Eichel and Hall. And so if you're not going to play that well, then we're not going to pay you that much because, you know, obviously he's playing right wing, while Hall's playing left wing, Eichel centering them. I think this is another contract like Allmark, as I said before. Just you got to prove yourself and we'll pay you more. Yeah, it makes sense. And it was a good amount of money for one year, though. Like, they definitely see something in him because he got 5.2. Olufsen, their other notable signing, great rookie last year, signed a two-year, 3.05 mil per year, with 6.1 in total. Terrific rookie last season. I'm pretty sure he led them in goals for a little bit. I don't know if he finished leading them in goals. I'm pretty sure he didn't. I think he but, was leading during that stretch when Buffalo was good in the beginning of the season, but before yeah. they dipped, I think Eichel took over. Yeah, I mean, Olison was outstanding. He was phenomenal on the power play. He was just great overall. So, yeah, yeah. thank you for listening. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Abe Lovich. This is Leo Blano. We are Twigs in the Rocks, and have an amazing night.